want to address you today, amen, from a subject, answer the question. Answer the question. I'm in the book of Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. I'm reading from the King James text. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Have he said and shall he not do it? Or have he spoken and shall he not make it good? Amen. Answer the question. He's not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Our God, we boast about God being a God of answers, but he also is a God of questions. God of questions. All through the whole Bible, wherever he is about to perform a great work, there is always a question. And this is because he created us with a free will. Amen. And the question draw out of us the will of a person. Amen. His first uh, interchange with mankind was in the form of a question. In the book of Genesis, chapter number 3, verses 9 through and including verse number 11, we see these words. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, question, where art thou? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you was naked? Lord, have mercy. Have thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Two questions were asked in this discourse. Where art thou and who told you? Everything that we believe today, somebody told you. I want to know who told you. Was it God that told you? He is the God of what? Truth. Or was it the devil that told you? And he is the God of what? Lies. So, again, I want to say the purpose of the question is to bring out of you your true desire and will and to reveal your heart. Truth be told, most of us don't even know our hearts. We think we do. You know what somebody told you, but do you really know your heart? 
It's not until you get up against the wall that you find out what you're made of. Anybody can dance on a good day. Anybody can believe when everything is going your way. But how about when things are going contrary? Then the real you got to stand up. And I'm thinking that during this pandemic that we're going through here, some of you have seen some stuff about yourself that you like. Uh, you don't seen some stuff about yourself that you don't like. You've seen some stuff where you thought you was firm and sturdy in. And you find out, amen, I'm not quite there yet. But without a testing, you don't know who you are. And so everybody that he loves, he tests, he scourges that the real you might be, amen, come out. I just want to know this for you if y'all would tell me the truth today. Amen. Anybody that's been disappointed with what you've seen come out of yourself. And I thank God for trials and tribulations that bring us to our isness. So that you can know precisely who you are. But I tell you, before you graduate, there is the test. Amen. You've been in the classroom all year long. But amen, before you can graduate, you've got to pass the test and you've got to make a certain score. Hallelujah, glory to God. And you might not do as good on the test, but your daily activity has been so good until that kind of go over into the final grade. Hallelujah. There's nobody in this room that don't have a failure in their lives. Nobody in this room who is completely satisfied who, with who you are except you're a fool. But the wise man always think I can do more. I can go another step. Amen. There's a God on the inside of me that say I'm more than what I am. Amen. And then another question God asked was in the book of Genesis chapter 18 and verse 11 through 15. I won't read it all. Amen. And Abraham and Sarah was old and well stricken in age and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of woman. And I, I want to say here some of you in here think it's too late because you've lost a pep in your step. But I want you to know it ain't too late. Do me a favor, bump somebody and tell it ain't too late. It's, it ain't too late. Amen. And that should give you some joy in your soul because the devil was telling you that it was too late. Amen. But it ain't too late. It, it ain't too late. Don't give up. There's a God still on the inside of you that's working to gather for your good. And if we can dishonor him and praise him, we'll see, amen, the goodness of the Lord in the lane of the living. Verse number 12 said, Therefore Sarah laughed within herself. Some of you in here, when you heard the preacher preach sometime, you sat in your seat, you don't crack a smile on your face, but down on the inside you'll say, ha, 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 ha. 
that, that ain't gonna happen. It's a little too late. Hallelujah. But how many of y'all know he's a God that make dreams come true? Hallelujah. The problem with us is most of us imagine the wrong stuff and we live in a continual space of nightmares. But I want to let you know here as a man thinketh in his heart so is he. So what you want to do find you some people that's still dreaming. Find you some people that still believe in God. Find you some people that believe that when God says something, he can do what he said he's going to do. Hallelujah. So Sarah began to laugh. And then after she laughed, God said, why did you laugh? And because it didn't show up on the outside, Sarah said, I didn't laugh. And that's the way some of us are. We put up good appearances. But on the inside, something else is going on. And you don't know what that something else is until you are asked the question. So God asked her the question, why did you laugh? I want to say here, and y'all can laugh at this if you want to. God is about to bless some of y'all in here with some crazy laughter blessing. I, I, I mean one of those belly rolling laughters. He's about to break some yokes in here. He's about to do something. You've been waiting 10 years and God is about to break through for you. You've been having 20 years of night, but joy is coming. It's morning time. It's morning time. God is about to do a blessing in this place. It's not over yet. Amen. Note St. John chapter 5 verse 9 through 5 through 9. We're not going to read all of that either. Verse 5 says a certain man was there which had an infirmity 38 years. Bump your neighbor and ask them, how long have you been going through? Turn your head because you don't want to know the answer. <laughs> now ask your neighbor on the other side, how long have you been going through? I can guarantee you, I don't care how much mascara you got on, how good your hair is trimmed. Everybody in here got a wall going on. Uh, they just curl there so good you think they got it all made. But I can guarantee you everybody, everybody in this room got a wall going on. Man that is born of woman is but a few days and those few days are filled with trouble. Amen. Do me another favor. Bump somebody and tell them you're about to be promoted. 
the test was hard the test was hard but you're about to get a degree I don't mean an associate degree I mean you're about to get a doctor's degree hallelujah glory be to God hallelujah and this man came to been there 38 years and when Jesus saw him he didn't cry he didn't, uh, he didn't mourn when Jesus saw him Jesus asked that man a question I told y'all he's a God of question answer the question will thou be made whole what a question to ask the man who had been laying for 38 years and the reason why he was doing this he wanted to find out what was in the heart of this man and guess what was in that man's heart the reason why he had not gotten in the pool was because he was trying to make an excuse for why he wasn't in the water. Because see, when the question is asked, what's in the front of your mind is what come forth. Amen. So, so what the first thing he did, and I guarantee you, if I got one of y'all in a private conversation, I can guarantee you got more excuses than a little for you being the way you are. And guess what? None of it had to do with you. It's always the other person. Am I preaching up in here this morning? So, so he said, I have no man that when the water is troubled to put me in. And Jesus simply told him, pick up your bed and walk. I submit to you, brothers and sisters, that some of us are being held down right now by our stinking thinking. His thoughts was, I can't get healed except I got in the water. Your thoughts are, I can't get what I want except this one thing. But how many of y'all know God got a way that man don't know? <laughs> Hallelujah. God got a way that he's going to bring you out and you haven't even thought about it. But he's going to ask you a question to bring you to the front. And for you to say, I'm not good enough. I'm not good looking enough. I'm not smart enough. I want you to know, can you answer the question, is there anything too hard for the Lord? If Sarah can have a baby at 90 some years old, my God, when everything in her life had dried up, I'm going to ask you a question. Answer the question, is there anything too hard for the Lord. Answer the question. Answer. Answer the question. Because your deliverance is in your answer. 
most of the time when somebody asks you something, we start making an inventory of excuses, the reason why, and this is the reason, and that's the reason, and that's the reason. And when it's still of you saying, the throwing up your hands, say, yes, Lord, if you said, I believe it. Amen. Glory to God. So we see here how long that's not the first one that asked that question. Joshua asked that question. He asked Israel, how long halt ye between two opinions? And God is asking that same question. But Bishop, I've been baptized in Jesus' name. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. I've been speaking in tongues. The question is still there. Do you still believe God? You can believe him you can get the Holy Ghost and do nothing with it. Amen? But I want to know what else did it say about me getting the Holy Ghost? Answer the question. This is what he said. Look at me. Look, look with me, if you will. In the book of Mark, chapter 16, 15 through 18. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Is this passage true? Answer the question. Is this passage true? Answer the question. Amen. And if that be the case, I'm not restricted, I'm not eliminated. Amen. If I entitled to the Kool-Aid, I'm entitled to the cookies. Tell somebody that. I know it sounds funny to ask, tell somebody. If I'm entitled to the Kool-Aid, I'm entitled to the cookies. See, you, you got to feel an entitlement to this. Why should I feel an entitlement? Because Jesus went to the cross and died on a cross for me. The Bible says this, that since God had given us Jesus Christ, won't he give us everything else? You mean tell me God will give his son and die on a cross and you want the gift of man of pain and God won't not give you that? You just want a car to be able to transportation and God and gave you his son. You mean tell me he'll give you his son, but he won't give you a car? Oh, help me, Jesus, help me, help me. You, you, your rent is about to be go out and you're about to be put outdoors and God gave his son and you mean tell me he won't give you rent money? I'm going to say what they say now. Please. This God that we serve, he love you. Amen. I just need one person to jump on your feet and say, God loves me. So, you know, whenever I go into prayer, and yeah, I'm a preacher, 
But doubt fights me too. I have to fight doubt. I go on my knees in prayer. Do you think sometimes what God has laid on my shoulder don't seem insurmountable to me? Yes. But then the thing that always takes me through is not all of my faith. The thing that really takes me through in prayer, you try this sometime. Start rehearsing to God how much he loved you. And this is what Jesus said. If you had a child, would you give him a stone for bread? And if he asked you for a fish, would you give him a serpent? And he said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, what about me? Lord have mercy. So when I get on my knees and doubt try to, amen, overwhelm me and bring me down, amen, I start saying, Lord, I thank you for your love. I thank you for how much you love me. I thank you for cavalry. I thank you for the nails in your hand. I thank you for the spear in your side. I thank you for crying all night long for me. I thank you for sending angels to take care of me. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for bringing me this far. I've been through trouble, but you never left me in trouble. I've had some problems, but you never left me without without an answer. You've been bringing me out. You brought me out. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Answer the question. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? Somebody is going to answer this question on this week. And you're going to get a miracle on this week. Not next week, this week. And when you get it, text me and let me know. <laughs> this is the kind of God we serve. I don't had a whole lot of mornings, I don't had a whole lot of nights, but He never failed me yet. And whenever it's dark, whenever it gets real dark, no morning is coming. Morning is coming. Prophesy to the person next to you and tell them, morning is coming. Do me another favor, tell them this. He loved me too much to leave me in trouble. He loved me too much because he you got to understand, he weighed the problem before he let it rest it on me. He will not let you go through anything that you don't have the strength to bear. And sometimes you don't know how strong you are. How many of you have been going through some stuff and was surprised that you had the strength to go through? Anybody? You said... 
And you don't know it until you get to the other side. And when you get on the other side of it, you say, I went through that. Let me tell you what. You stand up and do the right thing. I don't know how I don't care how stupid people are acting around you. You stand up and do the right thing. And when you finish doing the right thing, you're going to get the right answer. And God's going to bless you. Make no excuses. Make no excuses. Just do the right thing. And God will bless you. The question, do you believe God? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Can he do it? Will he do it? Amen. Hallelujah.